It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Fascinated by the world of strange, or perhaps like to gather in those dimly lit corners and converse with those individuals who may not walk to the beat of this world's drum, then step across the threshold that leads to the room under the stairs. What is good in the neighborhood? It is me, David Radigan, owner of Fit Food Florida, operating engineer, and host of the podcast, World Through My Eyes, part of the Reality Check Podcast Network. You can follow me on Twitter, at DK Radigan. Also, when you're listening to my show, do me a favor, rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks very much. Hope you're listening. Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland, and I'm joined by Paul James Caden, and we are the people under the stairs. How's everybody doing today? We hope that you're doing fantastic, and Paul and I really appreciate all the good stuff that we're hearing from you on the show, and you know, we've had a a number of shows on the paranormal, and... uh, Actually, uh, starting this week, we're going to be bringing you, uh, based on popular demand, we're going to be bringing you more than one show a week. And at a minimum, uh, we're going to be bringing out two shows a week. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, that may expand a little bit as time permits, because uh, both Paul and I have other shows and commitments and, and things like you do. But today, to get right to the point, uh, we've got a great show for you. And it doesn't have anything to do with the paranormal 
But one of the things that it has to do with is uh, I think a lot spookier you're going to see today, a lot more serious than, than uh, anything we've presented thus far. And it's all based in reality. It's all based on what's happening now. And it's all about artificial intelligence real information on artificial intelligence, not conspiracy theory or conjecture, but what's really happening in the world uh, with artificial intelligence and uh, a little bit of information uh, that spins off of that into robotics. So robots and artificial intelligence, uh, they're wonderful things, but are there some dangers uh, and some really significant dangers that are associated with that? What do you think, Paul? Yeah, and, and these are shows, though they don't deal with, you know, ghosts and the paranormal. Uh, the topics we're going to talk about on both of these shows this week would would really fit in. It's, it's fact why I have this, this AI article on my phone uh, and brought the idea to the people under the stairs. They, they would both fit into my podcast, 1159, which is things in our world or in our society it could take us from 11.59 to midnight and just change the world, uh, not necessarily for the better. And this whole thing with AI is is definitely one of those things that could uh, really cause, uh, you know, changes almost on the apocalyptic level, you know, in our society. That's, you know, Paul, that's, uh, and for the viewers out there, this really is not an overstatement uh, statement by Paul or myself. And it's just coincidental. If you like to watch uh, the HBO series Vice, uh, this is a good week to watch it because I just saw this uh, last night that the uh, this week they're having a huge expose on artificial intelligence and it ain't all good. Uh, mm-hmm. To be serious, and it's just coincidental. I said, "Geez, this is something I've talked about before, and I know Paul has." And here we are, and we're doing a show we had planned for this weekend. And there you go. Some people, just for your sake, if you like to do some research, look at the comments made by Bill Gates, uh, Elon Musk, and uh, also the late Stephen Hawking, and amongst others. Uh, you know, th- they do not have. Uh, a danger-free opinion of artificial intelligence and or robotics. And uh, there's wonderful, uh, there's all kinds of wonderful articles by uh, artificial intelligence experts. And uh, you can read them yourself out there from very reputable sources, including from the Black Vault, where you can get them right from the government, uh, where they're being declassified under the Freedom of Information Act. Mm -hmm. And ladies and gentlemen, your hair will stand on edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, you and I think of Robbie the Robot, if you're uh, from the 50s and 60s, or the robot from Lost in Space, or you're thinking of, uh, art, you know, uh, Chappie, the uh, happy, you know, robotic uh, artificial intelligence and, you know, Star Trek and all the science fiction movies that you're seeing. But, you know, artificial intelligence isn't quite what you think it is, and with all the wonderful things that uh, you can do with robotics and artificial intelligence, there are some very, very serious dangers out there. And the people that I mentioned, like Gates and Hawkins and uh, and other top flight people, uh, they say the you you really gotta you really have to watch these things. Uh, and I've got some some areas, but 
to talk about on that, but I, I want to bounce it over to Paul, who has some ideas on this too. Yeah, these two shows, this one with AI and then the next one that's going to follow, which uh, I think we're going to call the, the dehumanization of society. Is that? Yeah, yeah, pretty much so. Yeah. Uh, these are going to be closely related uh, on some areas because there's something I'm going to read in the, the next podcast about the, the dehumanization of society uh, that, that really fits into this. And it, it it's creepy stuff. It, it really is. It some of it verges on the conspiracy and some people may hear it and go oh no 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 but if if you really if you really do the digging you will find that, that, that these things have truth to them and it's very disturbing you know and that's what maybe some of these uh so-called elites or the globalist cartels what they have in mind or what even their uh, political agenda is through all of this, including yeah, some of uh, this with AI. So it's definitely weird out there. Yes, it is. And, uh, you, you know, this is something I stumbled on because I'm a big science fiction fan. And of course, as a psychologist, a big thing is neuropsychology. And I actually happen to know people in this area where I live who work for IBM uh, on their Watson project, and their project is trying to simulate the neurons uh, from a human's brain into, you know, circuitry for, for these kinds of things. And that's one of the ways that, that people plan on uh, developing uh, artificial intelligence and have. They're kind of simulating uh, the patterns in our brain. Mm -hmm. uh, that's almost impossible to do because it's infinitely more complex than AI. Uh, could be at this point of time, but not that far-fetched. There's a hundred-page, a hundred-page written report that was done on artificial intelligence by artificial intelligence experts, and you can look up this paper. It's called "The Malicious Use of Artificial Intelligence: Forecasting, Prevents, Prevention, and Mitigation." And this is a paper that um, is done by AI experts from all over the world, and their concerns, the things that are good about AI. And some of the things that are really, really dangerous. And the experts here considered the malicious uses of artificial intelligence. And this is what Paul was alluding to with kind of like conspiracy theories. And they broke them out because these are scientists. These are top flight people and very concerned. They broke them out into three areas. The digital, the physical, and the political. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to hijack the show, Paul, but there's, there's a couple of things that uh, maybe I can give a couple examples yeah, of each. They're, they're right there. Uh, like under the digital area, they're talking about automated phishing, creating fake emails, websites, and links to steal information. Mm -hmm. That's what uh, was done in the election. Yeah. Uh, and uh, intelligence agencies, if you go to the Black Vault and you look at the stuff released from the CIA and everything else, these are real documents. Mm -hmm. uh, the military applications of AI go all the way back to the 1960s, mm -hmm. even earlier. Uh, faster hacking, automated discoveries where they're using AI to find out vulnerabilities in software programs. Mm -hmm. And that means if there's a weakness in the program, it jumps in there. Paul, you want to say something? You look like you're ready to jump in. No, no, keep going with that one. I was going to say fooling AI systems. Um, by taking advantage of the flaws in AI and how AI sees the world. 
uh, here's a, that, that's a really crazy thing. You think when you hear of artificial intelligence, you're thinking that this artificial intelligence has a consciousness like you or I. But that's not is what be that's not is what is done with artificial intelligence. And I just found this out. It scared the shit out of me. Artificial intelligence, they build in so many options and so much information that the artificial intelligence tricks you and I into thinking that it's a human-like response. Mm-hmm. And then with robots and artificial intelligence that's guiding the robots, uh, when they're speaking and doing things to us, you and I are being trained to anthropomorphize those devices. That means we give them human characteristics. Right. So you see R2-D2 and you're... And, and and you think it's cute or the the other guy, you know, in Star, in, um, Star Wars, is, you know, he's he's all twitterpated. He's like, you know, you're picturing him like a human being, like a friend, but they're not. Yeah, and there, there's the um, the Sprint commercial right now that always has the little robot who's about, you know, two or three feet tall and he's very cute. He's always talking about Sprint with people. And and that's part of it. If, if you look into this, uh, the, the people that are designing AI and, and, and they want these things to one day be, uh, as me and Stan were talking about before the show, uh, a source of companionship for people, maybe take care of the elderly. Um, you know, you could even have a order a girlfriend, order a wife. And, and one of the things that are very you know sick about this uh, is it's, it's kind of a, a very acorn thought, but give people like pedophiles an opportunity to live their sexual fantasies through robots that look like children. Now, that being said, uh, if you dig into the whole AI thing and, and the people that are bringing it about, that's part of it through the advertising campaign in movies is to get people used to seeing it more and more in on TV, in movies, in commercials, and make them very cute, make them very lovable, make them make them heroes so by the time you know it's introduced in society it's not like a culture shock we're very used used to just like you were saying oh look it's a little r2d2 oh look it's a little so and so from the sprint commercial or uh, the hero from that avatar type movie that came out where the the girl was um, part human part ai you know so it's 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 all part of the getting people ready through the the cute um, the cute little robots the, the, that we're seeing more and more in, um, you know, in, in, and, and just to, to take proof of that, you see the whole thing now, you know, I, I believe people have a right to do what they want to do um, with their life, lifestyle behind, behind closed doors. Uh, but, but there are people out there as far as gay people go, they still have this, you know, this... Uh, Dislike or hatred or religious, uh, you know, persecution. Uh, so more and more, you see in every show, even things like uh, The Walking Dead, you know, on AMC, you know, very peculiar shows. Uh, they're they're putting more and more people in, you know, man with man, a woman with a woman, and that's a way of getting people used to seeing it. We're not threatened anymore. Mm-hmm. The people that that have a problem with this, you know, they're they're more. Um, kind of getting them, getting them used to seeing it. So maybe it will, it will clear away some of that prejudice and, and, and religious superstition. So 
they do do these things and they're, they're certainly doing it as far as, you know, AI goes to uh, soften the blow. And these things are uh, maybe walking around and shopping next to you right at Walmart. Uh, it won't be such a uh, such a surprise. You know, we, we knew this was coming. Yeah, this is really not a this is really not a joke or far. Of course, the sex industry, like gambling and everything else like that, or companionship, healthcare kinds of things. Uh, that, you know, uh, uh, truck driving, uh, 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 doing tasks that human beings uh, that are repetitive tasks, those are givens, man. I, mm. There's no debate about that. Something I didn't know, I always pictured when I hear artificial intelligence as a psychologist, I'm thinking of intelligence in a human being, which is merely a set of capacities. And uh, it's dependent upon your nature. Uh, you know, what you're born with and also nurture, you know, uh, you know, the environment that you're in and what you're teaching yourself and training yourself. And when you think of artificial intelligence, you're thinking, well, it's like human intelligence, but we've we've engineered this artificially now, now and now what I'm finding out uh, and it's hard to wrap your brain around. But believe me, this is something I'm really concerned about now that I've been doing this for the show, the paradigm or the design that they put in, like the overall paradigm, like Paul mentioned, you could put in all these decision-making paradigms for the artificial intelligence. That means the decision-making patterns and skills that uh, that any computer or supercomputers like this can do so much faster than human beings. Mm-hmm. And you could put so many more in there up to a point, and then even but then a human being actually will surpass uh, even AI on that because human beings see things so subjectively. But if the AI system, the AI system has to have some kind of overall program put in for a worldview. Mm-hmm. So that worldview could be, as I'm listening, could be a total a totalitarian mm-hmm. type of worldview or program that you put in. So all the decisions, all the observations all the interactions of the machines with uh, the environment or human beings are geared up to meeting that end. Or it could be a super liberal one or a super uh, religious one. Um, They were talking about China's really, um, you know, uh, seems to be way ahead in the AI game right now. And they're using this uh, for... uh, uh, they're, they're using this for political person, uh, reasons mm-hmm. where they're observing tendencies and facial expressions and body gestures by people. This is really in the news every yeah. day. Yeah. And then they're saying, you look like you're going to commit a crime. Mm-hmm. You look like you're uh, against the government. That Like that movie with Tom Cruise, which I'm forgetting the name. Where you know, minority where, Report. Yeah, Minority Report, where you know you might create you know, commit a crime in the future. This is not conspiracy stuff, folks. This is really scary stuff. To me, a lot more scary than the um, than the poltergeist stories. But if if I could just add a couple of things on top of that, and again, I don't want to hijack this from Paul, but I'm, I'm they're just on the, they fit right into here perfectly. One is that AI is incredible in its use for propaganda. And it, it, it can easily fake images and video, and it can fake responses to you. It can fake tones of voice, facial gestures, eye contact, anything that that machine or that intelligence system uh, is hooked up to. Uh, it can also be engaged in what they call automatic descent removal by automatically finding 
and removing any text or images or anything on any kind of social media in your personal things in a library. Like 1984, it could just remove history mm-hmm. because it can think so much faster. And the last one uh, in, in one of these articles is personalized persuasion that they can take advantage of publicly available information and manipulate that based on its intimate knowledge of you, of seeing every damn thing that you're doing and having a program to get an analytic on that and then to target your opinion. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty scary stuff, folks. It is, and that that's one of the big worries that some of the um, the folks who look at AI, when we're talking uh, well-known scientists and people that are uh, kind of afraid of this, because like Stan was saying, if it has a certain worldview and pushes us toward a certain thing, and some people say, what if AI, we give this thing all the uh, ability to, to answer all of our questions and solve our problems, what if it comes up with the, with the notion that human beings are the problem? Earth would be that's much, exactly right. Much better off without humans, and and it becomes like the the Terminator, where these things start uh, uh, eliminating us. And that's a real, a very real possibility. that some very smart and and higher up uh, scientists talk about and and worry about. And here's one, folks, that we haven't touched on. And how scary is this? You can look it up on the internet talking about giving AI control of every aspect of our lives. There's a guy on the internet who's starting the AI church and he's building, yes. he's building an artificial intelligence. God who he says will eventually be able to answer all of humanity's questions, write its own holy book and people will worship it because it will be such a superior thinking artificial intelligence. So you're going to create your own God. I mean, what, what, what would this thing do if it's and, and they're saying it, this could be linked to all the other systems, the, the computers, the, the, the little robots. It's, it's kind of like the mastermind, the God of the AI world. So if it decides to cause its own Noah's flood and wipe us out, we're shit up crick. <laughs> <laughs> And that's not that's not a crazy idea. As a matter of fact, um, you know, there's a wonderful article out on the dangers of uh, of AI. Uh, uh, you know, several of them. One is the dictators. Now you're talking about religion, mm-hmm. or you know, uh, or the dangers of the of the artificial intelligence itself. I would see things. Dictators see AI as an opportunity. Oh, Big time. Sure. And Russians, uh, Russia's President Vladimir, Vladimir Putin, he has a quote saying, artificial intelligence is the future, not only for Russia, but for all humankind. It comes with enormous opportunities, but also threats that are difficult to predict. And this is what people are worried about. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you watch Jurassic Park, remember they talked about chaos theory? Yeah. And I, folks, I don't want to be getting you out in the weeds here, but this isn't stuff out of the weeds. Chaos theory simply says if you, if you drop a, if a, if a drop of water comes down a billion times, you would think it's always going to come down. Chaos theory says somehow, somewhere along the line, on the billionth and first time that it comes down, instead of going down, it's going to go up or sideways or something's going to go wrong. You know, the, the deal is going to get queered somehow by some chaotic event in the universe. 
Mm. You know, whether it's the rotation of the earth or a, a breeze comes by or some some something happens on some level that I can't explain to you, that drop of water is not going to go as it's gone a billion other times and something's going to happen. Now, if that happens with a system as sophisticated as AI systems, my goodness gracious, you don't know where that could lead. Mm-mm. And, you know, it's, it's like a movie that you see. How do you shut it off? Mm-hmm. I think there was a, a science fiction movie called Prometheus uh, or wherever it was, you know, where you, you couldn't, the machine couldn't shut off and they didn't know how to, to cut the machine out. Mm-hmm. But the, predictab- the, the predictability about it is uh, really, really scary. Uh, the unpredictability about it. <clears throat> and it is. And that, that's why that unpredictability and that fear is there because they're, they're designing these things to write their own, own program so they don't need us to go in, open them up and put in a new chip. You know, they're, they're programming themselves as they learn and as they're exposed to the world around them or the information around them. So the chaos theory could certainly, uh, uh, you know, really come out of the woodwork in a bad way on that one. Because yes, it can. They're, uh, you know, the, these things are going to be self-learning. Yes, it can. It's uh, it's scary, scary stuff, Paul. And you know, there's another thing you touched on it again with religion, and we t- you touched on it with the sexuality. Mm-hmm. You touched on it with the companionship. One of the biggest fears is that in AI, human interactions will be hijacked, and they'll human intimacy will also be hijacked. And it says, uh, for example, in one article, it says we've already seen what mobile addiction rates due to face to face meetings among young people. You know, everybody's walking around with a phone. Mm -hmm. Everybody's, uh, you know, doing whatever. Here's the question that researchers have asked themselves. What happens to human intimacy in a world where you have AI robots, sex robots, which I had talked about, and even more addictive and immersive technology? Mm -hmm. What happens when you have holograms, uh, you know, uh, where it's kind of like monsters from the end that I was talking about from, the, you know, the old forbidden planet. You think it, the machine thinks it, they can project it. We, we have holographic things right now yeah. that you can use. People can be um, uh, people can be become dependent or addicted on voice AI assistance for things more than just saying, turn on the lights, um, mm-hmm. Alexa. Uh, they'll be they'll be you know into you know psychological or technological loneliness, and they'll be using that. And engineers are building these things, counting on people to not want to be around other people, and wanting to use these darn machines versus other people. And it's a crazy uh, it's a crazy kind of thing to think about. Well, there, there's less intimacy between people right now. They they do everything online. It's social media. It's little. Uh, emoticons, you know, you're happy, you send a little smiley face. So what will it be when when AI and the sex robots come out? I mean, you know, anybody with any kind of a need or, or maybe a perverse need that, that has to stay uh, kind of under the table, well, they don't have to worry about it anymore. They can just go find a robot, you know, that will fulfill that for them. And that's really going to... Uh, I, I think put a big dent in in human relationships, human intimacy, human connection. Absolutely, and I think it's also a danger that it's it's going to put a lot of people. Um, 
a little bit lower on the moral tree because I think it could tap into the dark side. Somebody could say, hey, you know, maybe I've always wanted to really beat up on a woman or have somebody do this really horrific thing to me or me to them. And now they can start living those fantasies through the the walking, talking dolls. So I, I think it has a potential to plume the dark side of, of the human mind and, uh, you know, really hurt us uh, moral-wise as as a society and as human beings. You know, our worst fantasies coming to life. Yeah, it really is worse than the Terminator. Yeah. Now, you know, for health care and insurance and things like that, uh, you know, you know how people have told you to worry about uh, different devices that you had that are tracking you all over the place. Mm-hmm. Well, these machines right now, but in the future, will be able of doing will be capable of doing such a deep dive. They'll be they can literally monitor you and me and everybody in kinds of combinations 24 seven, seven days a week, 365 days a year forever mm-hmm. and instantaneously at speeds that are unbelievable, can calculate algorithms. Those are things, probabilities or predictive kinds of scenarios as to what you might do or whatever. That's how the machines will trick you. That's that's how they're designed right now to trick you. Uh, If you're a female and you're asking the machine a question, they've got the machine program with a million responses to what women generally like in responses. Uh, and it'll it'll look at the tone of your voice, your facial gestures, whatever, your body posture, and mm-hmm. give you the, the the best response that it can dream up. Yeah, they're they're saying uh, some experts in the field say that they're they're coming up with technology where AI will actually be able to read your mind, and that probably will be through facial expressions, body movement. Uh, it will think. It knows exactly what you're thinking at any given time. It's like a tell. And, yeah. and, and it could be, uh, you know, punishment or imprisonment imprisonment before, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're guilty before proven innocent type of thing. You know, they could just take you off the street and throw you in a, the slammer somewhere. And that's all she wrote because AI said that man or that woman is some kind of risk. That sounds, you know, and for those of you who think that sounds crazy, you know, we talked about it in the beginning of the show. One of the chief things that people are worried about is with AI is if facial recognition can be scaled to what they call a global surveillance state. Mm-hmm. That means everywhere. And in China, that's the that's the one right now. That's the premier place. And I think the programs are called Megville, uh, Face 2, and SenseTime. And uh, that's the information that I have. There's two programs, Megville and SenseTime. And they're supposed to be a couple of the best uh, artificial intelligence systems in facial uh, recognition. Mm -hmm. Now, where are these utilized? Not in our fantasy land, folks. They're utilized in China uh, that we mentioned. And according to many articles that I've read, it says that in the 21st century, it's highly likely that China will implement these and they possess the top facial recognition tech startups in the world. And what their idea is, it's a way of seeing if somebody looks like they have negative um, attitudes towards the government. Yeah. Or whatever the social attitudes are that, uh, you know, that they, um, uh, you, you know, uh, want to promote. 
Now, one of the things that it even says in the articles is it says one of the problems is that the richest people in China plan to an exodus out of China mm-hmm. because they don't want to live uh, in an environment like that. Because whatever they program the facial recognition for is what will be the crime of the day or the, yeah. what, what they don't like. And folks, I want you to remember that. And even to the next podcast that we're going to do uh Artificial intelligence, seeing if if they're having negative thoughts against the government. I want you to remember that because it's really the thread that ties all this stuff together, uh, I think, in a really big way. So we'll talk about that a a little bit later, maybe probably in the next show. But yeah. Hey, you you know, folks, we didn't want to run over and take you into the weeds uh, out there. I hope we were uh, really clear on some of the concerns that we had with AI. I don't think it was supposed to be a show of of all the wonderful things that artificial intelligence can do, because I think they're pretty self-evident. They can do a lot of jobs uh, better and faster. Uh, you know, mundane jobs that people do uh, or things that you know, have to do with uh, very quick computation of things or sorting out things or projecting different things. It, they're just faster ways of, of, of much faster ways of doing things. But again, if you're driving a truck, if you're working in a factory, if you're doing anything repetitive, if you're doing even now with human resources, if you're, uh, you know, you, you were in the worked in the personnel department. Man, all these things are going by the wayside. Uh, even if you have, a, even if you want to call up a doctor, you know, you'll be calling up, um, you know, basically a, a system of artificial intelligence, which is going to go through a bunch of screening of the symptoms, mm-hmm. and can probably do the same, if not uh, better than a doctor would at making some calculations, yeah. you know, without the the actual observations. So this is some serious stuff. And for the people under the stairs, hey. Uh, it's not all about ghosts, folks. It's not all about uh, psychic stuff. This is the real deal. So, Paul, do you have any closing thoughts? Yeah, I just want to say uh, I was thinking as far as AI, uh, again, taking over all the jobs that everybody's worried about, that uh, even the cashiers and the, the oh, supermarket, yeah. everything, everybody's saying, man, you know, what's going to be left for humanity? And and that's one of the things, again, I think we're going to delve into a little bit in the next show because mm-hmm. there's, there, there's that common thread that kind of ties this all together. And it's like I said, it's 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 pretty, uh, pretty creepy stuff, but we're about out of time and we don't have time to, to get into that now. But this show will certainly thread into the next one, at least a little bit, I think. Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to do a show on this again with yeah. some more further updates. It's a it's a yeah. it's a large topic. I was thinking it was going to be a real happy show with AI and uh, boy, and I did a deep dive in it. it it's not, it's, it's, there's some, there's some not good stuff in there. No. And I, I don't see any good answers. Well, I knew it wouldn't, I knew it wouldn't be a happy one. It's, <laughs> it's very dire. That's why I said, I think yeah, I sure talk is. about it because it, it, it fits our, uh, fits our little uh, under the stairs uh, mode. Yeah. This, this, yeah. This is one that to, to, to talk about under the stairs. So with that, uh, I think, we can maybe say goodbye to folks and we'll catch you with our next episode this week. Yes. We appreciate everybody listening and uh, put down those smartphones because they're getting smarter than we are. <laughs> That's true. And uh, make sure you subscribe to the show. And if you have any questions, hit the message button. You know how to reach us and uh, check out our other shows. Uh, you can hear me on Just Thinking. And Paul, you want to mention your other shows that you're on? 
Yeah, the the show eleven fifty nine I just mentioned um, at the beginning of this show, and uh, the uh, good gentleman and network that's putting out this show actually put out the first episode of eleven fifty nine on this network. We ran it as kind of a test to see how it would do. So, if you like these kind of topics, check out eleven fifty nine because it, it it's really kind of delves into a lot of these sort of things. Yeah, it's a good show. Yeah. Well, with that, folks, we'll see you on the flip-flop, and and be well. We send our love to you. And peace out, everybody. We'll see you next time under the stairs. Bye-bye. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there. Hey everyone, this is Stan Wangler from Just Thinking. Stop on by this week and listen to some of the great podcasts we have lined up for you. Two in particular are really good shows. One is called Are We Driving Ourselves Insane? Well, are we? And the next one is called Have You Been Having a Bad Day? Did You Have a Bad Day? Well, if you did, this is the show for you. And I bet you, when you get done listening, you'll feel a lot better. So join us.